This is a podcast from Minute Media. Coffee. Who wants coffee? It's sports betting for everyone. I'm here to tell you today that the New York Yankees season is done. Stick a fork in them, it's over. Lamar Jackson, I can't believe he's that low on the list that he's my bet for sure at this point in the season. Early leans, best bets, props, parlays. If you can bet it, we've got it. I'm taking the over on this. If you look at the last five games, this is a game waiting for points to be scored. Tom Brady, I think everyone's heard of him. If Brady puts up the numbers, they have the 10th easiest schedule the rest of the way. Get in, get out, and you're ready to go. I think they're going to have to give him the award if Dallas ends up locking up this division and possibly even that number one seed. And here are your hosts, Ben Heisler, Ian McMillan, Peter Dewey, Donovan Smoot, and Reed Wallet. What comes before anything? What have we always said is the most important thing? Breakfast family. I thought you meant the things you need. Hello, everyone. What's going on? It's no Ben Heisler today hosting the show. It's myself, Ian McMillan. So I'm sure the show uh, will probably be a disaster, but we're going to wing it. We're going to see how it goes. NFL wildcard weekend is all but wrapped up. One final game left tonight. Before we get into any picks for tonight's game and some other action, because uh, it is MLK Day, so we do have a lot of afternoon action as well, both in the NBA. NHL has some afternoon action as well. I might have a quick pick for one of the early games there. Uh, but let's start off with some uh, takeaways here. I got Reed with me. I got Peter with me. Reed, let's start with you. Any big uh, takeaways off the top of your head from the wildcard round of the NFL? Yeah, I think that the injuries in the trenches specifically are going to dictate a lot of the line movement heading into the divisional weekend. You see the Bengals, uh, two key defense alignment, including Trey Hendrickson. They left the Raiders game early with injuries in the Niners-Cowboys game. Nick Bosa left with a concussion. Fred Warner, he ended up finishing the game, but ankle injury, need to monitor that. And Tristan Wirfs for the Bucks on the offensive line, he left early with an injury as well. So, these are injuries that don't get spoken about as much throughout the week, but that's what um, the gambling and sports bank market are going to look at to kind of dictate which way this moves. I mean, uh, the Titans open two and a half. They're already out to three and a half at win bet right now. So you can already see people are taking some stances. Peter, what about you? Yeah, I, my, big, my biggest takeaway is the AFC isn't as bad as I think we all thought it was. Like, I feel like the AFC got a bad rap the whole season where we were kind of like, oh, there's no real – um, like great team in the AFC because nobody was like running away with it. And we saw, you know, the Bucks, the Packers and the Rams really have strong seasons all year in the NFC. But, like the four teams remaining in the AFC, like the Titans, if Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, like you have four solid teams, like the Chiefs and the Bills look dominant in, in their wild card wins. The Bengals offense is still really, really good. I agree with Reed with the concerns defensively, especially because you're facing Derrick Henry in the next round. But I really think the AFC kind of made a statement um, and we saw, you know, the 49ers pull off an upset. Maybe the top teams in the NFC weren't as as great as we thought they were the whole season. Yeah, I'd say my biggest takeaway um, that I was really stupid to bet on the Eagles to win outright. Uh, here I was going on like every radio show and podcast I did last week. Oh, I think the Eagles are a live dog and take a shot on them and win outright. Uh, I was dead from the start. That was one of the stupidest bets I've ever placed. I think I just need to kind of uh, – underthink some of these uh bets because i mean like the eagles on paper aren't a good team like they they're mm. a very talented team not a lot of skill uh didn't do good against good teams all year overthink on my part but that's all right we'll move on um divisional round schedule is basically all set now at this point Bengals titans saturday 4 30 p.m eastern 49ers packers saturday night 
Uh, the winner of tonight's game will take on the Buccaneers Sunday afternoon, and then Bills Chiefs will finish it off over the weekend. Uh, so, Peter, this time I'll start with you. Any quick early thoughts for any of the divisional round games that are are already set? Uh, I kind of like that the Bengals have already moved past three, uh, at plus three and a half at, at win bet. I kind of like them in this spot. I, Ian, I know you've been saying it all year. I don't know if I really believe in the Titans. I also don't know how well or how much Derrick Henry is going to play in this game. Like, if he's going to play his regular role, maybe I could see the reason why the Titans are that that favored. But if he ends up, uh, you know, only splitting time, you really like he has to be out there every play for the play action game. I feel like to really take effect for the Titans. Like if he's not out there and they have McNichols or Foreman or whoever they have in the backfield, like, are you really going to stack the box as much to worry about the run against those guys? I don't think so. So unless he's playing, you know, 75, 85% of the snaps and effective in those snaps, I don't know how much the Titans offense really changes from, it was it was very average down the stretch of this year. So um, I like the Bengals. I like their offense a lot. I think they can put up points with anyone. So I like them getting three and a half. Reed, what about you? I know I know we're thinking the same on 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 a on a certain game. Yeah, uh, the Niners are going to go to Lambeau Field and win the game outright. Yes, uh, there's. I know the Packers got some guys back during the bye week. I understand. I understand Kyle Shanahan's in-game clock management is. Far from even average. Um, Matt LaFleur is not much better, though. And the Packers' rush defense is very, very bad. Again, I understand they're getting guys back, but that's not going to change that they were 30th in EPA per rush on the defensive side of the ball this year. The Niners are going to run it right down their throat with Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel. I think that they have a game plan. We've seen this Niners team beat up on the Packers at full strength in the postseason just um, a few seasons ago. So, I don't think much is different. I think this Packers team is very overvalued. I understand their record's great, but they probably should have lost to the Browns a few weeks ago on Christmas, the Ravens the week before that. I think that the Niners are easily the last team this Packers team wants to see. And, you know, cold weather in um, Green Bay this weekend. You know, I need Nick Bosa to play. I think he's going to. But, um, you know, a concussion, I think he's going to be cleared by game time. But give me the Niners all day. Uh, five and a half is too high. Plus, whatever it is on the money line, sure, that's my favorite bet of the weekend already. Locked in. Brian Jeffers is wrong. Does not agree with with uh, we went back and forth on Twitter last night. Does not agree uh, with uh, with our 49ers play, but I agree. I, I don't I don't think the Packers match up with, well with them at all. Last team in the NFC that they mm. want to face right now is the 49ers. Um, I will say, and I should have brought this up. Lines have been released for the three games that are already set at WinBet. Uh, Bengals, Titans, Titans are three and a half point home favorites, 49ers at Packers, Packers are five point favorites at Lambeau, and then Bills, Chiefs, uh, even though the Bills handled them earlier in the year, Chiefs two and a half point uh, home favorites. Uh, and then, of course, the Bucks and Cardinals game, or Bucks and Rams, we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, that line will be sure, uh, sure set tomorrow. Uh, I like, I think I like every underdog in the divisional round. Uh, which is scary, but I think I like every single one. I definitely like the Bengals to win outright. You, I've been hating on the Titans all season. I want to take like an alt spread Bengals minus nine and a half. I think they're going to run away with it. 49ers, I like them to win outright. Bills, I like them to win outright. Uh, I might not back the underdog uh, in the Buccaneers game. We'll, we'll kind of see what the what that line is going to be set at and, and who they're going to play. But I mean, if they play the Cardinals, I'll probably take the Bucks. Uh, but if they take on the Rams, I've been loving the Rams all season yeah. too. So I might be on all four underdogs. We'll kind of we'll, we'll see how that goes. That, yeah, that I'm, with you. For I'm with you on the Bills though. I, I think the Bills win that game too. Um, really, I, I said it, you know, when we were doing our best bets, um, AFC, NFC 
title winners. I think that Patriots loss and that wind driven game at home, I think that threw people off the scent of Buffalo that that team is dominant, probably more dominant yeah. than Kansas city has been this entire season. So um, yeah, I like Buffalo to win that game too. I think I, I don't think it ever hits three, but I'm going to be on two and a half. Yeah, and I said it going yeah, in. It's setting in. up so nice for the Bengals, man. It really is setting up so nice. They don't have to play both of those teams. I can't get over that. Like, I don't think they're like a Super Bowl contender, but then I look at the the bracket, and I'm just like, this is just perfect for the Bengals. Like, it's perfect for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the chat, I'm, Gilmar, I'm not going to try to pronounce your last name. I apologize. I don't want to butcher it for you. But he says, Jimmy G is going to do Jimmy G things. And I will say that is the one thing that worries me about the 49ers. I mean, Jimmy G's not a bad quarterback. I don't think he deserves the hate he gets, but it's just like three plays a game. He just makes bonehead decisions. That um, interception, the, that interception yeah. was terrible. Literally, the, the game exactly. was over. They just run the ball. And there was no way Dallas was getting back in the game. And, you know, he throws just in, in just a terrible, terrible interception. Let's Dallas back in, but hey, they they win, so they're now they're they're live. Let's go. I have nine. So we're going. Um, all right, let's move on to tonight's game, uh, Monday Night Football. I, first Monday Night Football game in the playoffs, isn't it? I think of yeah. all time. Uh, got some uh, fun facts here. I'm going to read off a few of them that you should keep in mind, and then we're going to get into our picks uh, for the game. And I think we're all on a different uh, bet tonight. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury has the most wins as a road underdog, 13-3-2 among all current head coaches since arriving in the NFL. Uh, Cardinals 6-0 against the spread as an underdog this season. Cardinals averaged 29.7 points road or uh, po- points per game on the road, just 22.8 at home. I think that's a big narrative kind of all week heading up into tonight's game is how good uh, the Cardinals have been on the road. But the Rams have won 9 of 10 games against uh, the Cardinals. Uh, Sean McVay's 3-3 three three in the playoffs. Matt Stafford has the best QB rating versus the Blitz, 139.6, high since 2016. Interesting. So why does he throw so many bad interceptions? That <laughs> seems weird to me. Uh, so let's get into our plays. Uh, Peter, we are going to start with you. You are backing the underdog Cardinals tonight. Yeah, I've been on this. This has been my best bet for wildcard weekend all week. I, I, Like you said, Cliff Kingsbury, great as a road dog. Cardinals have been great as a road dog this season. Matt Stafford against over 500 teams in his career, 26 and 57 straight up. I do not like that at all. He hasn't been playing well. Like if Matt Stafford was coming into this game looking like he did at the beginning of the year, I probably wouldn't love the Cardinals with DeAndre Hopkins out. But eight touchdowns, eight interceptions his last four games. Like I just I don't I don't know if I can get behind the Rams in this spot um, to cover the four points. I think they can still win the game, which is why I'm not going to take Cardinals money line. But Cardinals won by 17 the first time they played in Los Angeles. Third time these teams are facing, I think it's going to be close. They know what each other is going to do. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll easily take the four. I think it's a three and a half now at one bet. By the way, I'm, I'm just realizing right now, I think we're all wearing black sweaters. I don't this is like a blue. Oh, it's a dark blue. navy blue. A dark blue. You know I got the Knicks on today. Oh, of course. This is like, like dark, 80% of your wardrobe is just Knicks stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Reed, let's get to your player looking at the total. Yeah, I'm going to go over here. I think that this Arizona defense has been overrated all year. They have been terrible you know, against elite competition the past few weeks, but they really started to show some wear and tear. And on the Rams side, they're going to be without two key starters in the secondary, Taylor Rapp and Jordan Fuller. They brought in Eric Weddle off the street. He hasn't played in several years. So what kind of performance are you going to get from this Los Angeles secondary? And 
I know the Rams won the second game, but it's not like Arizona didn't move the ball in that game. They've averaged over six yards per play um, in the two games combined. If you remember from the second game, Kyler got picked off in the end zone. That kind of changed the entire game. Um, both coaches are really, really conservative. Both kickers are good in Matt Gay and Matt Prater. So I do like that there are going to be points scored in this game. I think it's going to be really close. We've seen the Rams struggle against winning teams this year, two and six against the spread. So something like a 27-24 final, either direction. I think Arizona's live. Both teams are top 10 in neutral game pace. So, yeah, let's go with the over. I think that it's maybe a point or two too low. I like that play quite a bit. If I was going on the total, I'd probably go over as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go opposite as you, Peter. I'm going to take the Rams. I, I bet on every single NFL game, but if there's one this weekend that I uh, could take a mulligan on and not bet, it would be tonight's game. I do think the Rams are the more complete team, but just similar like we were talking about uh, with Jimmy G there is Matt, Matt Stafford just throws interceptions. If he can not throw interceptions, they're like the best team in the NFL. I think uh, each game, and there has been many this season, but each game where he hasn't thrown an interception this year, the Rams have won. All five games that they lost, he threw at least one interception. I think in three of those losses, he threw two. Um, so th this game just comes down to, in my opinion, whether or not Matt Stafford uh, turns the ball over. The fact that I'm going to back him to not turn the ball over, at least not do it a lot, uh, makes me nervous. Uh, but I do think the Rams are the are the more complete team, both offensively and defensively. So we'll see how it goes. Not confident in the play, but Peter, we are on opposite sides. One of us will be a winner tonight, at least. That's that's the thing. One of us has to be right. It's a smart smart move by yeah, us. Yeah, it's good for the show. We are avoiding the reverse sweep. Uh, but yeah, speaking about today's games, let's get into our best bets for today. Uh, full slate of action with it being MLA, uh, MLK Day, uh, NBA, NHL, college basketball, whatever uh, tickles your fancy. Uh, Reed, let's start with you this time. We're looking at college basketball in a random mid-major matchup, which are some of my favorite games to bet on. What do you got here? Yeah, I, I'm going to take Belmont lane 13 and a half against SIU Edwardsville. Uh, Belmont's off a pretty embarrassing loss to Murray State, lost by 22 over the weekend. And Belmont in this spot has actually been pretty solid under head coach Casey Alexander. Only 8-5 and five against the spread off of a loss, but they win by an average margin of more than 14 in those games. So when they win, they win big. This is one of the top teams in the conference, so they're usually lined pretty um, you know, heavily. This is not a rare spread for them. But anyway, on the court, Belmont's top 10 in effective field goal percentage this season, really one of the more elite mid-major offenses out there. Edwardsville's not going to be able to keep up. They're bottom 20 in the country in three-point percentage. Belmont plays fast. They're going to roll. I think that they take out their frustration here and get back on track. So I'm cool laying the number. And bonus pick for the noon um, college basketball game, Illinois-Purdue. I'm going to be on Illinois minus one against Purdue. Purdue's defense is a big problem. Give me Kofi Coburn and Illinois at home to get the win. That's for those. How do, you feel, how do you feel about Kofi Coburn uh, winning uh, national player of the year? You know, I think it's wide open right now. I see the case. My guy, Wisconsin, Johnny Davis, looks like a solid bet, but I am afraid about Wisconsin regressing. Illinois yeah. rounding into form. I could definitely see Coburn making a run. What is he at win bet right now? I don't have it up in front of me. I don't have it up in front of me either. It's just something that popped at the top of my no, head. Last week, Coburn, last week I wrote an article, and I think it was 8-1 to one last week. I don't know if that's changed. Yeah, uh, north of – Seven to one seems fine if you want to build that position. I can only see his stock going up. And again, this is a, they're the only game on at noon today. So this is kind of a big, big uh, spot for him. Illinois, I think, is going to win the Big Ten regular season. So I could totally see Coburn taking National Player of the Year. 
Yeah, and while you're uh, stalling there for me there, Reed, thank you for that. I looked it up. He is still 8-1 to one at WinBet. Johnny Davis yes, is the 5-1 favorite. That's fair. That's a fair price. I could take. I could get in on that. Uh, and I did, uh, as I mentioned, I wrote an article at BetSided last week, breaking down why I think Kofi Coburn's a good bet and why now is the time to do it. I think this is kind of your last chance to do it. I uh, so check that out. Um, Peter, let's, uh, your pick is the most shocking pick I've ever okay. seen on this show. I could not believe that you're on this team today. Uh, so go ahead, break it down. Yeah. You know, I was back in the Knicks on MLK day. This is like an unbelievable, this is an NBA fans dream today. 12 games starting at noon. Like this, is, this is awesome guys. I'm going to be, might not be writing too many stories today. Cause I'm going to be watching the NBA the whole day. No, but seriously, <laughs> Knicks, uh, Knicks minus 125 against the Hornets. And, um, I think this Knicks team, I wrote about this, and you guys laughed at me. They're going to make the playoffs, and I think they're going to make the playoffs because since they've gotten back everybody healthy out of the COVID protocols, they've been rolling. They're 8-3 and three straight up since Christmas Day, 8-3 and three against the spread as well. And over that stretch, they finally fixed the issue that was plaguing them at the beginning of the year. They could not play defense. They came last year. They were a top-five defense, and it really carried them the whole year. They were bottom 10 in the league in defensive rating through the first – few months of the season over their last 11 games they're number two in the league and the big reason why is they've slowed down the pace they're playing the slowest pace in the nba that fits this next team it's the same thing they did last year they were trying to play a little more up tempo with the additions of kemba walker and evan fournier but they just don't really succeed that way julius randall is much better in a half court where he's not rushing to make decisions they've been able to get rj barrett more involved he's averaging 20.9 points per game since returning from the COVID list over his last 11. I think the Knicks have figured out what is going to make them a team that can make the playoffs this year. They have to play slow, they have to defend really well, and they have to shoot the three pretty well. They're going up against a Hornets team that doesn't defend anybody. They're 26th in the league in defensive rating, and they just want to run, run, run. So it's easier to slow a team down at home than it is on the road. So the Knicks being at home, I like in this spot. I think they slow this game down. They make the Hornets kind of have to play defense, which they're not going to want to do. I'll take them on the money line. Um, I think they're one and a half point favorites, but I'm just going to take them a win outright. Forget the points tonight. That was a great handicap. I, I, the, pace, the pace note was really good that they got back to their roots from last year. I, great note, Peter. Yeah. Have to, great man. Handy. I liked it. Incredibly biased, but hey, listen, <laughs> if there's anyone who knows the Knicks, it's you. So, you know, I think that, you know, that's great stuff. That's fair. I was going to say great handicap, but you're a coward for not laying the points for taking um, all right, I'll get in my picks. I got two really a quick little bonus one, just super quick early NHL game between two of the worst teams in the league, uh, Sabres and Red Wings. I'm going to take a shot of the Sabres, slight underdogs at home. Uh, records are a little bit different between the two teams, between the Red Wings and Sabres, but statistically, they're almost identical. So uh, the Red Wings are being overvalued. No team as bad as the Red Wings should be favorites on the road against anyone. Uh, so if you're looking for a little early afternoon NHL action, uh, between two garbage teams, uh, I like I like the Sabers as home underdogs because these two teams, in my opinion, are basically the same team. So I'll take the home team that's uh, an underdog. But my actual best bet for tonight, looking at college basketball, um, Utah plus one ten against Arizona State. This is more of a fade spot of Arizona State than it is kind of a bet on Utah. Uh, Arizona State's I think still being a little bit overvalued because of a few like really close wins against I think Big East teams early in the season. Uh, but make no mistake about this, Arizona State team stinks. 337th <laughs> in the country in effective field goal percentage. They only scored 29 points against Washington State earlier this year. Truly one of the worst offensive teams 
in the entire country. And for some reason, they're favorites in this game. Utah also has a huge rebounding advantage, which I think is important. 78th in rebounding rate compared to Arizona State at 269th. So um, try not to overthink this game. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, fade a team that I think is terrible, especially fading them as a favorite. It seems like a no-brainer to me. Um, so here, right before we uh, we go, right before we wrap things up, uh, question here from Andrew Parsons. Do you guys have any player props that you're looking for uh, looking at for tonight's Monday Night Football game between the Rams and Cardinals? Yeah, I can hit one real quick. Uh, Kyler Murray over rushing yards, 39.5 at Wimbed, juiced to the over slightly. Quarterback rushing props in the postseason are one of my favorite bets of all time. They hit at an astronomical rate. Uh, we saw Josh Allen do it. We saw Patrick Mahomes do it. We saw – trying to think of all the games that happened this week. Derek Carr did it. Um, why am I missing another one? Matt but Jones hit his too. Matt Jones hit, hit his. Too. These are a money, money bet. Um, Kyler, I think he's going to be scooting. They, these guys are trying to limit their turnovers, so you see them take off a lot. Um I think the Rams are going to be blitzing a ton. Aaron Donald's going to be wreaking havoc, but Kyler with his little angry toddler moves are going to be scooting all over. So I like the overrushing yards on Kyler Murray. Uh, one that one that I have that I was looking at, um, potentially a Sony Michelle overrushing props. It's at 59 and a half right now at WinBet. Uh, the Cardinals' weakness on defense is the run defense, 25th in opponent yards per carry, allowing 4.6. And I think if the Rams are smart, not saying they're going to do this, well, let's not let Matt Stafford just come out and throw the ball every down. Let's run the ball. Let's kind of establish some pace. Let's not force Matt Stafford to do anything, to force any balls. Because like I said earlier, turnovers are what's going to kill them. So I hope the Rams come out, just run the ball, establish the run. Uh, Sony Michelle, like I said, is rushing total uh, at win bet there. 59 and a half. I think I'd lean uh, towards the over on that. Peter, did you have any player props or you haven't looked at any yet? I do. I wrote about one yesterday. Uh, Cooper Cup, over eight catches. Two games against Arizona this year, he has 28 targets. It's a wild number. 28 targets. He's caught 18 passes. The first game, he only caught five of 13 targets, but then he rebounded and caught 13 of 15 in the second game. So especially like Reed said, I think this is an over game. If this is high scoring, you know Cooper Cup's going to be involved. Um, I think it was only minus 105 for him to go over at Winbet, so a little bit of value on that as well. Yeah, eight. All right, so five. Sorry, what was that? Eight over eight is minus one hundred five. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like that play quite a bit. Um, yeah. So there you have it. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Those were uh, our uh, early looks at next week. Some plays for tonight's Monday Night Football game. Some bets for some other sports. We actually had a few bonus picks in there as well. So be sure to subscribe. Life. Yeah, pack <laughs> show. A lot of picks. <laughs> Hopefully we have a few. In. We're not going to get reverse swept because we're on opposite sides of tonight's Rams Cardinals game. So we guarantee the show will not be reverse swept tonight. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Like it. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, BetSided, um, all that good stuff. Thank you all for watching. For myself, Reed and Peter, best of luck with your bets today. Uh, enjoy MLK Day.